Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills Podcast. Dag Heward Mills Podcast is a broadcast outreach of Dag Heward Mills Ministries, which has the duty to bring you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Heward Mills. In this Monday's teaching, you will discover more about what it looks like to both experience and exhibit first love for God. Today, Bishop Dag will teach you 10 more signs of a person who is exercising first love, and he will also help you to understand how you can improve in your ability to love God and others also. After listening to today's message, you will be aware of the dangers of leaving your first love for the Lord as a Christian. Be enlightened by today's word. Please be seated for a moment. Um, I want you to turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 8. Now, one of the reasons why people do not give offerings and tithes is because they forget important things. So one of the commandments in the word of God is the command to remember things. You are actually commanded in Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 1, the Bible says, all the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe and to do that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. Verse 2. And thou shalt remember. Is he, is he giving you an instruction? You shall remember. You shall remember things. So remembering is an important uh, thing that makes a person faithful to God or faithful to anyone. When you remember, you say, oh, I remember this. I remember what you did. Or I remember what God has done. So he says, thou shalt remember. Now, when it comes to God, thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee to prove thee to know what was in thine heart whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no so in your journey with God okay you must remember all right the way which God led you. Like, you're supposed to remember how this happened and that happened and because of this, you ended up here and you ended up there and you ended up there because a lot of the things look natural and like just circumstance-based. But in reality, God was the one leading you. Amen. So if you ended up here, On a Sunday morning or afternoon, it is all the way that the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years. Amen. Amen. 
and then to humble thee. So you are supposed to remember the things that humble you. Because one of the things that we are having to experience in our lives is humbling. Because you see, we have so much pride, natural pride in us as human beings that God has to take us on a journey to humble us. So many of the things you are experiencing, God has actually intentionally brought you there to humble you, to bring you low. Low even in your own mind about yourself. Are you with me? How many have had some experiences that have humbled thee? Only four people. Oh, 16. More. Okay. So, each event that humbles you, must you remember. You get it? Because it is to show you a way away from Satan. You get it? Yes. Because once you get into the domain of pride, you are in the domain of Satan. Satan's fall is similar to man's fall. Satan lifted up his hand and said, I will be like the most high. I'll be, I'll, I'm, I'm going up there. I'm going to be like God. Then man also was brought the same offer by the devil. He said to him, you will be like a God knowing good and evil. Do you see? You will be like God. You shall be as gods or you'll be like God. You know, and man said that is a good uh, that's a good thing and I think I, I prefer to go high, higher and uh, that led to man's fall. You know, man never had any bad comments. He never made any bad comment. Man never, Adam never tried to take over somebody's church. Or he never vaunted himself and gave a speech, a very angry speech. Do you see? Or said bad things. Adam never did anything like that. He had what we call veiled pride. His fall was so extreme that there must have been a lot of pride, but it was veiled. Not easy to see pride. Some people call it false humility because it looks like it's humility, but it's actually a lot of pride. Adam didn't shout at anyone. Adam didn't get up and say, you can't talk to me like that. No, Adam didn't do anything like that. It was just coolly there. But when it was in his heart to reach up coolly and take a place which was not his and want to be like God, there the pride was manifested and pride goes before destruction. So pride is the first terrible sin of the human race and is a sin of Lucifer. So now... Satan 
So our state, our state as human beings is the state of orangus. We, we are like a race of orangus. Fallen. And what's the effect of the fall? If you just look at our lives, you see how it's like to be an orangu. If you just look, how is our life like? Number one, we are cut off from the source of life. Like, the, 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 God, God breathed into man. And it lasted for 1,000 years of movement. He moved ah, for 1,000. Can you imagine your heart beating for 1,000 years? Yeah, one breath. Then he was interacting with God every day. Like God was his friend. All, all those things have ended. We, we don't see God. Before we see God, it's like glimpses, like he's far off, far, like maybe some vague vision. But he was with them every afternoon. So Orangus suffer. These are what Orangus suffer. The fellowship is gone. The life is gone. So they are now cut off from the source of life. Like us. We are also cut off from the source of life. So we are like batteries that are gradually finishing. We will never have died. Never. We would have gone on and on and on and on. Then we are subjected to corruption. Like we are worse. I mean like everything about us is negative. Now these are the orangus. And when you say the word corruption, no, you are talking of a human being. That's us. We are spoiled. Our li- when, when you say it's a human institution, it means it's spoiled. Bad. Because humans are there. True or not? Why are you looking at me so bad? I, I don't think I... I Rotten. Everything is rotten. It's, 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 it's some, there's something wrong with everything, whether it is uh, pastors, churches, political parties, groups, countries, nations, secondary schools, universities, lecturers, students, everything is bizarre. So we are subject to corruption. That's why the Bible says, this corruption shall put on incorruptibility. Yes. So that's what it's like to be uh, an orangu. And futility is another one. Everything is useless. Everything. If, if you think it's not useless, get up after church. I will take you to East Legon and give you 15 houses and see what will, how it will help you. What will you do? I'll give you 15 nice houses at East Legon so that you enjoy them. And what will happen? What will, what will you do next? You see? More issues. <laughs> Every achievement is useless. Look at your degree. How is it helping you? Hmm? How is it helping you? Look at your degree. How is it helping you? Yeah. So these are the problems that come by the corruption of the fall of man. Amen. So that's what I'm saying that 
in your journey, you always remember that God is seeking to humble you. And he allows you. So that's why I said in Deuteronomy 8 verse 2, remember the journey where God brought you to humble thee. Failed marriages. You see, some of us feel that we are nice. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you are, you are always told that you are nice and good. When your marriage doesn't work or it has a beast, then you realize that, yes, no matter how much you say is the other person's fault, you realize that some is from you. True or not true? Yes. So marriage is also one of the things that God gives not only to bless you with children or whatever, but to humble thee. That's it. You may have been a school prefect before, but after you get married, you realize that yes, even school prefects can have problems. True or not true? Take your pen and write down three events of your life that have humbled thee. Write it now. Write it in code so that people don't know what it means. Coded humility. Three events of my life which God himself orchestrated to bring me to humility. I hope you are writing it in code lest the person next to you is watching. Humility. Uh, You may even have seven, but write three. Yes. Three steps of humility. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, for all these, you are supposed to say thank you. Amen. 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 To humble thee. God wanted to humble you. God wanted to humble you. And it's one of his great blessings. If God doesn't humble you and he just leaves you, that's it. You are doomed like Lucifer. But he allows things... It's one of his wonderful gifts to you is to humble you. It is his grace and his love for you. And he says that for all these, you are supposed to remember and thank him. Amen. Amen. Now verse 3. And he humbled thee. He keeps on emphasizing. He humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna which thou knewest not. Why? Neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee know whether you like it or not. This is God. He made you hungry to prove you to suffer is the old word for allow. He allowed you to be hungry. Some of us here are hungry. How many are hungry? Almost all the hands have gone up. 
the hunger and some of us also we are not so sure of how to satisfy the hunger after church that he might make you to know that man does not live by bread alone he wants you to not only live your life by eating but sometimes you don't eat and you just move you don't have to always have food you don't live by bread alone but if you have the word of God you are okay once you have a word from the Lord then you are cool amen verse 4 thy raiment waxed not old upon thee neither did thy foot swell these 40 years again you are supposed to notice okay when he says your raiment wax not old it means you didn't even come under pressure to buy clothes but most of us don't notice that if you don't buy clothes from now till whenever you'll be okay practically is it not true how many cannot find some of your things what I mean is that you can't locate them. They are inside somewhere. Yes. It shows you have too many things. But you've not noticed it to say thank you to God. There are people who will be happy to wear your old underwear. That's why they bring them from abroad. They'll be happy to wear your old underwear. They'll say, thank you. It's called Obroni Wewu, isn't it? The white man has died and these are his clothes. Wewu, is it not dead? It means that the Obroni is white man is dead. And you're wearing his boxer shorts. If you are here and you have enough clothes, you are supposed to notice it, but you see, we don't notice. It says, Thy raiment wax not old, neither did thy foot swell. That means that any part of your body that starts to change in the form of a disease. And it hasn't happened all this time. Better give glory to God. When you see diseases appearing, then you will know that it is a miracle that no disease has appeared all up till now. And God is saying, remember. Remember all these. That no disease has appeared up till now. I remember a a young guy, I mean, he was a friend, I knew him, and suddenly in the midst of his years, he developed cancer. Yeah, a strong cancer in the midst of his years. And within a short time, he was gone. A young man. Yeah. His pancreas started to swell. And that was it. 
He says, thy foot did not swell. So giving of tithes and giving of offerings is your way of saying to God, thank you. Thank you for humbling me. Thank you for taking me and arranging all kinds of circumstances. Thank you for letting me not even think about clothes that I need to buy, truly speaking. Genuinely. It's not a pressure. Thy raiment waxed not old. There was no pressure. And thy foot did not swell. No part of you started to swell. Because any part of you can start swelling. Take it from me, I'm talking as a doctor. Yeah. At any age. And that is why many of the diseases are mysteries still. Nobody knows why. So giving thanks to God. I remember I visited a church in America. I met the, the, the senior pastor was my friend. But his children were also, I mean, I knew them. They were there. This one had this disease. This one had this disease. But they were all there. When I visited them and I left, you know, one of the children, he had been very ill for a long time. So, (laughs) it's like the disease that he had was like a chronic disease that... You never knew when he would die. That was the son of the pastor. But I mean, they were older. They were also older. But it was, they were, all the children were pastors. Now, when I left, within three months, the, 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 the pastor who was uh, very ill, like he's always ill. So he's always undergoing some kind of whatever. They, he, he introduced to me a lady, a young lady, whom he was getting married to, in fact, whom he married. And I remember thinking to myself that, oh, wow, this young lady is marrying this guy who is being ill and he's always ill and you never know when he's going to die. Three months after I left, you know, some few months, and I got a message that the wife who married the healthy man developed something we call Hodgkin's lymphoma, you know, and was dead. I mean, in, in America, she's dead. She was just a young person. She was just vanished out of the world. And that person who's always been ill is still there. Years after. What I'm trying to say is that it is miraculous that you are well. Maybe you don't know. You see, you don't know things. So you don't know that it is miraculous that you are well, that you are alive. It's a, it's a blessing. And, and what God is saying is that you shall remember. You shall remember. And when you remember, you say thank you. Yeah, that's why when you remember what somebody has done for you, you even show kindness to the person's child. Yes. You know, all my pastor's children, are, they are important to me. And I, I treat them special. Once you say, that this, pastor, this pastor's child is important. Because my pastors are the people that have also been with me all for years and years and years and years. Since the church began. 
and we were at the canteen or even at Kolibu. Till now, there are people that have been part of my life and have supported all that I'm doing. You may not see them, you may not know who they are or whatever, but they are all around. But their children sometimes are the only people I can show kindness to. And it is based on my memory of them, of their, of their parents. Yes. And of course, all the other children are also important, but I'm just also showing you some small favoritism here and there. Wait till man will see before. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that when somebody has been good to you, do you see, you remember. Yes. And most of my pastors, 99% of all pastors that have ever been appointed in the church have been good to me, even in terms of faithfulness, that they are part of the church somewhere in some corner somewhere, belonging. If not doing anything at all, they are part. So their children are also important. When I say, you are so-and-so's child. Wow. Okay. It has a meaning. Who has been good to you? Who has been good? God has been good to you. And when you sit in church, struggling to find something to honor God with, as if they are extracting your tooth, or they are taking your blood for blood transfusion. Are you getting my English point? Do you understand my English words? Then there is something wrong with that. Remember, God is saying, thou shalt remember. Now, verse 5. Verse 5 says, Thou shalt consider in thine heart that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God chasteneth thee. Therefore thou shalt keep the commandment of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. Now, one of the main reasons why we forget what God has done for us is because he chastens us as our as his children. Most of you don't know that your parents are good because they've blasted you before. That's why you like somebody else's parents more than your own parents. True or not true? Yes. Because somebody else, you always like somebody else's parents or grandparents. Because grandparents, they don't blast usually. They leave that part for the parents. And then they just pamper the, uh, they pamper the grandchildren. Yes. Buy things for them and be nice to them. And other people's parents who don't have to blast you to have your bath or to brush your teeth at two o'clock in the afternoon. So God is saying that even though I chasten you as a son, you must still remember that I am a good God to you. Even though I chasten you as a son. 
you must still remember that I am a good God to you. Amen. For the Lord thy God is now about to change the phase. God is about to change. God's life is in phases. A new phase begins. He says, he's bringing you into a good land. Wow. How many are expecting a good land? God is bringing you into a good land. But you see, before the good land came what? Humbling you, chastening you, taking you through the wilderness. And all that is bringing you into a good land. A land of brooks of water. Of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills. A land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees. A land of olive oil and honey. A land where thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. And thou shalt not lack anything in it. A land whose stones are iron. And out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. Verse 10. When thou hast eaten and art full in this phase two, you get it? When you eat and you are full, eh? then you shall bless the Lord, your God. You have to always remember God first. That's why I was amazed when we had a president in America you know, who was the first of his type to ever be the president and he never mentioned God to say thank you to God. He said, when you come there, you bless God, but no God is mentioned at all. But rather, other perversions are mentioned. That one you are not ashamed to mention. You know, God notices it. God notices it. Yes. God notices it. You know, I read a book once. He was talking. The devil came to see the Lord and he was saying to God that, you know, Abraham, since you gave him a son, Isaac. Now, that was how that whole thing came about. He has not been made any sacrifice to you. Yeah, since Isaac. He said he has, before he used to make sacrifices, you know, and I realized it was true. All the people, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, they were all sacrificed, sacrificed, sacrificed. But he said that since Isaac was there, so it's like then they were on it that it is, this Isaac has become the main thing, that blessing you gave him. It's become his main thing. Hmm. Test him and see. You see that it, the Isaac is more precious than you because since you gave him Isaac, sacrifice have finished. I was amazed. Leading to the temptation of God telling Abraham to take Isaac. Because when God gives you something good, sometimes he asks you to put it down. Yes. You think the Kodesh is not a good church? It's a good church. But God said, oh, put it down, move on, move on, move on to the next classroom. And that's why nowadays I'm more in the mountains. Those are those, that, 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 the mountains churches. Yes. 
Amen. We are winning souls there. Hallelujah. So, when thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land he giveth thee. Verse 11. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God. Be careful. Because people forget. People forget. Once the blessing comes, no, just expect forgetfulness. Why do you think Europeans and Americans, today the Western world, a large part of them are saying there's nothing like God? I mean, there's no God. There's no God. How? Large, I mean, you see 99% there's no God. 99% they are not Christian. They don't, they don't, they don't fear God. It, it's amazing. But I tell you, there is a God. And why have they forgotten? Because God has blessed their society so much. They have everything that you need. Everything is there. Ever what? Sin is there. Anything you want, they have it plenty. Options. If you don't work hard, they'll pay you for not working. <laughs> it's what? Don't work, they pay you for not working. Amazing. Now, what is God saying? When you are blessed, start remembering. But it looks like our corruption is such that we promise, I promise, I promise, I promise, I promise. But as soon as they get there, they forget. Do you take John, Kofi, Kwame, Romeo, Alex to be your whatever. Do you promise to do this, to do this, to do this? I promise. I promise. I certainly will. By the grace of God. (laughs) I will, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. Do you promise to serve him and obey him? Love, honor, and keep him. And forsaking all others. Keep I will. You don't, you, you don't even finish. They say, I will, I will. Let's do it. But when they get there, then it's, it's forgotten. One day I spoke to a sister. I said, you remember all the boyfriends here you have had? International boys who? You know, somebody was explaining to me that COVID is, she said, she said to me, I've had COVID in Ghana and I've had international COVID. Yes. <laughs> is there a difference between international COVID and Ghana COVID? I don't know. But she was saying that I have had COVID, Ghana COVID and international COVID. I said, wow, your credentials are strong. Yeah. What was I telling you? I was telling you something. Huh? Oh, yes. International beloveds and boys. International. 
I said, did any of them put a ring on your finger? Did any of them mention marriage? Did any of them say, I want to marry you? Did any of them bring this up? Nobody. The one who brought up that before he even come near you, he's talking of marriage. And the one who married, look at how you be. When you were with those guys, you were jumping all over. I mean, you could jump from one end of the room to the other end of the room. Like a chimpanzee. Like somebody who can swing on the trees. Hey. Chile, people are wild, though. You were swinging like Tarzan. And now, this one man who has put a ring on your finger, you are dead. You are so deadened that it is difficult to even know whether you are alive. Asleep. Or dead. Yes. Hey, some of you don't know that if you've seen a lot of dead bodies, you know that some dead bodies have a plain face. (laughs) And some have an expression. Yes. I've seen a dead body which was like half smile. Half smile. Yes, that smiling like just a little smile, and others no smile. But many dead bodies look like they are sleeping. Don't be deceived by what you see at the at wake keepings. Wake keepings, and when they show the bodies, often the bodies they've changed the body because they don't do the embalming well. When they do the embalming properly, the person looks like he's asleep. That's why sometimes when somebody dies, it's better to see the person before they change, they do something. Like he's sleeping. That is why when you are married, we are not sure whether you are dead. Because you look like dead, alive. We are not sure. Yes. But when you were with your international friends, there was life. You were jumping from place to place. Only there were no trees, but if there were trees, you would have jumped and held the tree branches, swung to the other side. Wow. Tell somebody, I say, wow, you don't understand the preaching, eh? The preaching is not practical, you see. <laughs> Listen to me. God wants you to remember. Do you get what I'm saying? He wants you to remember when you are blessed. When you are blessed, you say, I remember God. And so when we come to church and it's a chance to give an offering, it's a chance to remember God. And I want to tell you, the first person you must remember is not your pastor, it's not your bishop, it's not your prophet, it's not your husband, it's not your wife, it's nobody but God. God is the origin and the source of every good thing that you have. He is the one you have to remember. He is the one you have to honor. He is the one who has taken you on your journey. He is the one who has allowed you to go through painful things, humbling things, nice things, rebuking. Everything is all from God. 
In fact, he's, God is owning up that he's the one doing it. He's not hiding, you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm humbling you and I'm making you suffer and all that. And I'm hiding my face to say that it's the devil. So I am the one leading you and bringing you to this place. Tell your neighbor, God is not hiding. He's telling you, I'm the one. I'm the one doing it. I don't feel shy to do it to you. Yes. How many are going to join me to say, Lord, thank you for all that you've done for me. God deserves your biggest offering. Your biggest thank you. Your biggest thanksgiving. Your biggest gratitude is to God. God, I thank you. God, I remember you. It's not just a tradition that I have to give my, a tithe. But I want to say thank you because you are good to me. You've been kind to me. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Yes. So, take your offering and your tithe. Today you are giving a remembrance offering. And you are saying, Lord, I remember. I remember. My raiment wax not old. I don't need to buy even clothes by the grace. I don't need so many things. My foot hasn't swollen. My liver hasn't swollen. My pancreas hasn't swollen. My stomach hasn't swollen. My brain hasn't swollen. My breast hasn't swollen. Different parts of my body haven't swelled up. I thank you. I'm giving my offering to say thank you. Any part of your body could have swelled up. Not just your foot. Every part. And you are saying, thank you God. I thank you for blessing me this day. In the name of Jesus Christ, Savior of the world. Father, we give you praise. We give you thanks. We give you honor. And as we come before you to present our offerings, Jesus, we remember how you humbled us. How you help us to come far from Satan's characteristics. How you kept us, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We say thank you, Jesus. And today with our offerings, our tithes, and our gifts, we say we remember, we remember, we remember. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Now I want to invite you to come forward. Bring your tithes, your first offering, second offering, everything. Don't be angry with God. Hey, are you angry with God? Don't be angry with God. And put your seed, your special offering to say, Thank you, Lord. Even if you humbled me, I say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Maranda Samandolaba. Meliko Tababa Maronde Semelala Paramasho Peribale Melendo Tamara Remolase Talamedele Pombara Makata Shabaka Kamaloreba Paremandele Babanda Malendo Palada Meteshe Mendala Katas Amanandele Oh yes Oh yes Oh yes Oh yes Mando Bakabala Badilibede Mandola bakada 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 bak
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that my eye is not swollen. My nose is not swollen. My body parts are not swollen. My breasts are not swollen. I thank you, Jesus. Mataka, Haladora, Masande, Maleda, Tambala, Marondeleme, Mandoba, Mandole, Valedekela. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we present our offering with thanksgiving, Lord. With thanksgiving, Lord. With thanksgiving. In the name of Jesus, Savior of the world. Amen. Oh, I can't feel the excitement. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. Are you glad to be in church this morning? Yes, well, today God has blessed us with a testimony that we are going to hear today. We are going to hear from our brother, Caleb, who is going to talk about how God saved him and changed his life. You know, last three weeks, Prophet spoke about how the Word of God has power to change us. And today we are going to hear from Caleb how this happened practically in his life. Put your hands together for him as he climbs up the stage. Tell us your name and what your testimony is about. Um, my name is Caleb Osaikofi, and I'm a Basenta leader in the Medina constituency. <clears throat> my testimony has, um, is about how God saved me and changed my life. Amen. Um, back when I was in school, from level 100, I never really went to church. Um, I think I can count the number of times I went to church in level 100. And then level 200, I don't even think I went to church at all. But back when I was in level 100, I used to get invited to church by um, elders in the First Love Church. And I, and I remember going to church one time, and I was like, ah, this church, I mean, it's too long. Why is it that every time we come, like we're always keeping long? So I decided not to go again. And then one day, um, Reverend Kofi he invited me to church again. And, and because I, I wanted to watch a football match, so I told him I was coming. Yeah. And so I stepped out, and I went to watch the match. And when I saw him coming, I went to hide, and he caught me. And then he asked me what I was doing. I told him I was washing my hands. And then <laughs> um, yeah. he told me that won't I come to church. And I told him, look, I was just coming to church because I was doing you a favor. So I'm not going to come to church again. And I remember he used to follow up. He used to come with um, Pastor Adam. Yeah. And one time, I think they came in. I even slammed the door on their faces. You're totally avoiding the yes. house of God. Yes. And so how did that change? Um, when I finished school in 2018, mm -hmm. um, I went to see one of my friends, and he told me that I should come back to the First Love Church. Okay. So when I came, honestly, I wasn't coming because I wanted to change. I was coming because, I mean, I heard there were a lot of girls in the church, so... Um, okay. Mercy. So, so I what said, happened when you came here? So when I came, um, prophet preached, and I felt a strong conviction in my heart to give my life to Christ. So I came forward, and we were quite a lot on the stage, and prophet singled me out, and he asked me my name, and I told him my name was Caleb. And then he told me that I've been running away from God. Wow. And I was like, hey, this man. He like, didn't know you from anywhere. He didn't know me from anywhere. Mm -hmm. He singled me out, and he told me that there's a reason why my father named me Caleb. I mean, he said a lot of things, 
But when I gave my life to Christ, I took it back. I was no fully convicted. So um, I had the opportunity of working with a certain company in Ghana. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I still wasn't going to church. But I saw podcasts on my phone. Wow. And I said, okay, let me try this podcast thing. So I listened to the first message. And I realized that I was actually making notes. Wow. On what prophet was saying. You who was not going to church at all. I mean, somebody, I mean, when I go to church, I don't make any notes because I mean, what the pastor is saying is, is not far to me. So I don't, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't make any notes. And so um, I listened to the first message. Then I downloaded, I think I downloaded 200 messages on wow. the podcast. And where I was, there was no internet connection at all. So like, it was very difficult to um, download messages. Mm. But I downloaded all the messages and I started, when I listen, I make notes. When I listen, I make notes. When I listen, I make notes. And um, 2019, when I finished the work, I came back to church. And then Prophet preached on why few are chosen. And that's when I felt the strong conviction to actually go back to God and wow. serve him. Oh, come on, put your hands together for Jesus. You know, the Bible tells us that we are not ashamed of the gospel because it's the power of God unto salvation. And our brother here, many things. Have your parents not tried to change you before? Have your parents not tried to change you before? Um, well, my parents, um, they never saw me as somebody who was a bad boy, you know, like yeah. I was just... But you were not going to church yes, at all. Yes, but when you I, listen to the word of God... When I listen to the yes. word of God, I decided to... And now, and now, and now my mother has a fellowship... She sometimes invites me to preach yeah, in her wow. fellowship. Yeah, so so you, it's a blessing. Yeah, a blessing. So you who used to God. slam the door at people who were calling yes, you for church, yes. now you are called to come yes. and even share. Yes. Honestly, I never imagined that I would find myself in the first love church. Yeah. But I'm really grateful to God that I came back here and I listened to the messages and now I'm changed by the grace of wow. God. Wow. And what do you want to say to anyone who is listening to you today? Um, I just want to say to anyone that is listening to me that don't let us stop listening to the messages. I mean, the messages are a great blessing to our lives. And I just want to thank um, the Lord Almighty for saving me. And I want to thank Prophet as well. And I want to tell Prophet that he shouldn't stop preaching his messages because it is messages that convict us and it is messages that change us. So thank you very much, Prophet. Wow, God bless come on, you. put your hands together for Jesus for such a powerful testimony. I believe that as you come here today to hear the word of God, whatever your problem is, whatever situation you are in, God can change you if you can open up your heart to receive it. Put your hands together for Jesus. You 
shall find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. I really love you, Jesus. Thank you for your special love for me. I know that you can hear me singing. Ooh, that I love you with all my you 
how wonderful it will be, my Lord. I really love you, Jesus. Thank you for your special love for me.
sweet memories Making new memories I count not myself To have apprehended But this one thing I do Forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forth unto those things which are before me. Mm, oh yeah. Oh, the sweet memories we ate together. So many places, ooh, breakfast, lunches, and dinners. I ate from your plate and you ate from mine. We were so free and so happy together. Pleasant evening spent with you. When I see the pictures of the times. We were together, so excited with each other. I can't believe it's now all over. I'm all alone with my memories. Yes, they are still sweet memories. Can I forget you now? I can never shake you up. I will remember your sweet memories. I will think of you every day. But I'm moving on, making new memories. How can I forget you now? I can never shake you up. I will remember your sweet memories. I'm moving on, sweet memories. Hallelujah. Sweet memories. Hope you are thinking about the right memories. Amen. Are you excited to be in church? Oh, I can't hear you. Are you excited to be in church? Why don't you put your hands together again for those two wonderful songs. We've been blessed already by the choir, by the dancing stars, by the testimony. Are you blessed by that testimony? How many of you don't have the podcast? When you were saying podcast, you thought it was food. How many of you? How many of you have the podcast? You have it. How many of you use the podcast? Uh, but I know that God is blessing us with wonderful messages. And now it's time for the most powerful thing God has for us this afternoon. It's time for the word of God. Amen. The Bible says in Acts 10:44, as Peter was preaching the word of God in the church, 
the Holy Spirit fell on everyone who was hearing everybody lay hands on your ear and say Lord give me an ear to hear an ear to hear in Jesus name Amen and I believe as you listen to today's sermon your life will never be the same you know everybody has a Sunday which changes their lives and that Sunday is today I said that Sunday is today I, I don't think some of you know how to say amen when you are in church and something powerful is said the whole church has to shout amen I said that Sunday is today at the back I can't see you saying amen I said that Sunday is today and I know God is changing your life I can't hear you God is changing your life God is turning your life around nothing is impossible I said nothing is impossible I can't hear your amen. Nothing is impossible. Lift your hands and let's sing it. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you trust in His word. I to the voice of God to me. Is there anything too hard for me? nothing is impossible lift your hands and pray for the spirit of revelation and the spirit of God to be upon your life in these few moments father let the spirit of revelation spirit of power spirit of humility be given to us in this time thanks a million for your blessing that is upon our lives we love you we praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, you may be seated. Revelations chapter 2. Our subject is first love. My first love. First love. Revelations chapter 2, verse 2. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou canst not bear them which are evil and thou hast tried 
them which say they are apostles and are not and has found them liars and has borne and has patience and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Amen. Now, first love is love that is usually first. All right? And it says, Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. Amen. So first love is the love that comes at first. And it is a love for God. I'm talking about love for God. But love for God is, has a lot of similarities with the love you have for a man or a woman, depending on if you're a man loving a woman or a woman loving a man. All right. Now, I have somewhat against thee. And the problem I have with you is that you have left your first love. Okay? Now, what is going to be the result of you not having first love for God? Is that you, your candlestick will be moved out of his place, except thou repent. Now, so love, Jesus is in the middle of these candlesticks, all right? And each one is a certain distance, one meter, two meters, three meters, one meter, one meter. And he says that I'm going to remove your candlestick from his position. It was, it was here. I'm going to take it and put it at the back. All right? Why? Why is he going to do that? Because of immorality? No. Because you're stealing? No. Because you don't have the right doctrine? No. Because of what? Because you've left your first love. So if you remember that uh, in, in Matthew 22, the Bible tells us that the greatest and the most important commandment is to love your neighbor, at least to love the Lord, your God. All right? Thou shalt love the Lord, thy God, with all your But Verse 36 talks about which is the greatest commandment. What is the great commandment? 2236. The great commandment, the great, great, great commandment is always love God, not love man, love God. All right, so loving God is something God is looking forward for, for, for. Amen. Now, if you were going to have a partner, how many, what do you want to find in the person you're going to marry? What do you want the person to be like? To do what? To love you, isn't it? How many would agree with me? That's why we say, oh, I'm in love. 
It means I'm going, I'm going to get him. I'm going to marry you. Because I'm in love. Because he loves me. She loves me. You know? But love has different kinds. There's different kinds of love. And there's something called first love. Now, when you get a girl who has for the first time been told, I love you, and she is being shown interest by a man, and she's innocent. I'm talking about an innocent girl. Okay? You see that she's really drawn to it and wants to commit her whole life and do anything, go anywhere. That is a nice experience. I, and I hear some people say there's going to be a number of innocent girls as a reward for whatever they do. And it is because of the attraction that there seems to be in having an innocent person. You know, a virgin is supposed to be an innocent, but she doesn't know certain things. So it's like she's attractive. Her innocence is attractive. You get it? And the innocence leads to first love. Do you see? Once she's not full of any certain fears or certain things, there's a first love. And that love is, is a wonderful thing to experience. Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 2 tells us God describing your first love. He says, that says the Lord, I remember thee. Sweet memories. What we did together. I remember thee. Look at the verse. I remember thee. The kindness of thy youth. You know, a first lover is kind. Yes. The love of thine espousals. My goodness. When thou wentest after me in the wilderness. Some people are married and they don't even know what it's like for someone to like them. They don't experience, they don't, they, so I know I, I love me, I love you, we are married, I mean, yeah. But that you want me, you want me, you, you like me. You know, I feel that you like me. You know, you, 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 you. that's why he, he, he commented in Revelations, he said that, you know, I know you, you can't stand uh, what, this doctrine and all that. <laughs> You say you have apostles that are not apostles and you've tested them and all these things you are doing. Do you see? And you found some people to be liars. You know, and you're working, you are doing all these things. It's nice. You get it? But your first love for me. So if you are married to a lady, okay, and the lady is very, very good at I mean, her administrative work, she's good at the computer. Maybe she's very good in the office at um, what? IT software. She's very good at Microsoft, whatever. And she's good at filing things. And she knows this and she knows that and so on. It's nice. It's not, there's nothing wrong with it. You get what I'm saying? But you, the person, whether you experience desire, Desire, that I desire you. I want you. It's a wonderful thing. You can't buy it. Do you see? And that's why God says that 
He is determining your position relative to him by your first love. Now, if you look at churches, there are many grown-up churches that have been there for centuries and years. Many churches have rules and regulations that, I mean, show great morals and great good characteristics. You know, you can't do this. If you are this, you can't be that. You can't do that. You can't have this. You can't. No, 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 no. We don't accept this here. We don't accept this here. We don't have that. We don't have that. But whether they love God with a passion, do you see? Whether there's energy in the church or made up of lovers, people who love God, you know, that, that's, that is where you find a lot of d- difference. People going through rituals, saying words. I don't know and as we are just sitting there we don't know what we are really saying and is there any feeling in what we are doing I'm sure the words are meaningful but is there some feeling God wants to have feelings people with feelings and with passion I mean I can I, I totally agree with God that if he has to choose from his many brides are we not the bride of Christ don't look at me that way no I don't know why you are staring at me I said if I was God and God has to choose from his many brides and he has many brides which one would he choose? The most principled one? The most computerized one? The most what? Organized one? Most administrative one? The one who gets food ready has cooked seven dishes put in the freezer for the whole week. With a menu, Mondays is jollof, Tuesdays is granola soup, Wednesdays is uh, uh, Banku and tilapia. Fridays is fufu. Thursday is what? Beans. And Saturday is what? Hamburgers. <laughs> there is no hunger in the house. Well structured. I think that if God was choosing one of his one of these uh, one of these brides i think he would go for one with some feelings and one with some natural passion for him i want all the brothers to stand up and tell me what kind of bride you would you would want an administrator would you like an administrator a strict mama do you want a lawyer in your house Do you want a medical pharmacist in your house? Do you want... What do you want? Feely, 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 feely. You want something feely, feely. (laughs) Feelings any day. 
brothers, tell the truth because God is watching you. You see that there will be a fishing, and Jesus will appear to you and say, In one service recently, you said you wanted something with feeling this and that and that. Because hmm. God is here, you know, maybe it's a prayer. Okay, brothers, sit down. Feelings any day, isn't it? How many would choose somebody with some natural feelings? Beautiful. And I think that God is looking for people who don't have to be told, do this. Uh, Please, usually I like this. Do it this way. Okay, do this. Do this. No, do it again. Not too much. Not too much. Okay, do it again. Oh! <laughs> God wants people with feeling. And if you look at our, the churches in the world, you will see there are churches which are dead. I have attended a number of dead churches. Yes. When a church is dead, you feel like sleeping in the church. Yes. Because it's dead quiet. And there is death all over the place. So you fall asleep and you feel like sleeping. Yes. So, God in his own wisdom has shown us and given this message to the church that you've left your first love and the first love gives rise to first works. So, it is important for us to go into first Works and actually, I don't really like the fact that I'm preaching about first love because first love is not something you can really teach. You see, it's not that you can't teach it, you can describe it, but it's something that comes spontaneously from within. Yes, so I can describe it, but it doesn't mean you've learned it. But it should help you to see that you are not a first lover. Yes. When you have first love, and a person says, I'm marrying you, I'm taking you to Mali. You say, if you are there, and I'm there, that's all. As long as you are there. If you say, I'm marrying you, I eat only snake kebab. So, I, I will learn how to make it. You say, I will learn how to make it. If that's what you like, I like it too. Will you eat the snake with me? So, yes, I'll eat it with you. A lot of people eat snakes. I can try. If you say, I want to eat boiled goat's head. The head, the whole head boiled. This is what I want. <laughs> I'll learn how to do it. What is a goat head? I can, I'll be out of love. I'll eat with the eyes. I'll eat everything. Beautiful. That 
is first love? Is it not first love? Yeah. First love is blind love. I don't see anything wrong. Yes. When you are filled with complaints and memories about everything that is going on, you are not filled with first love. No first loving little girl who is following a a, a guy whom she really loves. She doesn't find anything wrong with anything. I remember some years ago, you know, there was this lady, I think she was a lawyer. That she fell in love with a tailor on her road. You get what I'm saying? Yes. I'm not saying a tailor is not a high position. But what it is is that she, they were all on the same street. Before she went to school. And they were friends on the street. Then she went to school and became a lawyer. You get what I'm saying? But when she finished this guy was still in the kiosk you know the wooden kiosk and he was he was a main he was a main tailor in the kiosk you get what i'm saying eh? <laughs> and everybody tried to convince her that this tailor lawyer alliance wouldn't really work very well oh, she wouldn't she never I said, she married the tailor. I said, that's my first love. I love this tailor. It's my first love. I can't see, I don't see anything wrong with this tailor. Yeah. Once you start seeing the faults, mm, you never notice that the person has a smell. Now you notice the smell. I thought you wouldn't even notice anything. If the person goes to the toilet, it even smells like roses to you. <laughs> now you find something wrong with so many things. Ah! So it shows that the first love is gone. And another something has come up. But during first love, you don't notice things. When your first love is gone, you notice why this? This is too long. It's too this. It's too that. Why this? Always, always this. Always that, this and that. Why you always eat rice? I don't want to eat rice. I want to eat. Wow. One brother, after his first love, went. You know, when his first love was there, he was marrying someone from another country. Yeah, but when the first love when he said, you know, I need my kinky. Because in the house, I only get sausage, sausage and salad. Yes. I need my kinky. Because he was a gun man. And he marries somebody who doesn't know what is kinky. But you see, when he was getting married, he didn't notice that the lady doesn't know how to cook anything at all. Yes. 
And who doesn't mind eating salad once in a while? But now that's the main thing. It was more than a sheep. <laughs> eating the grass in the house. It was more than a goat, I tell you. <laughs> it was more than a sheep. He chewed the salad. <laughs> hey. Okay. So, just this prophetic book, the Songs of Solomon, is the song of a first love man, a man filled with first love to the level of whatever, the highest level of first love. And this book is found in the Bible. Songs of Solomon. The song of Solomon is the song of the first love of a man and a woman. It's the song of love which is without restraint. First love is the love you have when nothing is too extreme. Nothing is too tiring. Nothing is too dirty. Nothing is too far. Nothing is too, no sacrifice is too great to make. Where anything is possible is the love of someone who has not been hurt. That is why you must try to overcome the things which hurt you. Because when you are hurt, it's like you've got a puncture. And once you are punctured, the air starts to escape from your life. And gradually, love goes down. Are you with me? Paul said something in Acts chapter 20. Turn with me to Acts chapter 20. Briefly. And I'm going to show you. He said, In Acts 20, verse 24. None of, he said, on oh no, verse 23. Save that the Holy Ghost witnesseth that in every city bonds and afflictions abide me or wait for me. What? Bonds and what? Afflictions. But what did he say in verse 24? Are you watching? But none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself. Why? And I want you to underline the next verse. So that I might finish my course with joy. You see, it's not just finishing, but finishing with joy. He says, so that I might finish my course with joy. You must finish your race on this earth bubbling with joy. In spite of the afflictions and the bonds of this world and this life, you must be able to keep on going and keep on going and keep on going and you finish your race with God with joy. With joy. With joy. With laughter. With excitement. With happiness. With joy. You finish your course with joy. And not become more and more weary and more and more sad looking and more and more depressed as the years go by. And you keep finding out that 
things are not as they seem to be. My father told me it's not as it seems. And it's true. Most things are not as they seem. But still, with joy, you must finish your course with joy. Hold your neighbor's shoulder and say, hey brother, we are finishing this course with joy. We are finishing with joy. We'll be jumping, we'll be making music, we'll be laughing, we'll be praising God, we'll be making love songs, we'll be singing happily, we'll be doing fast loving things with joy. Paul said, none of these things move me. None of these things have changed me. None of these things have changed my attitude. None of these things have sparked my joy. I'll finish my course with joy. Amen. All right. Back to Solomon. First love, I shared with you last week, desires physical contact. I need to be there. I need to be there. So all the services, this is the gathering service. If you are a first lover, you must desire to gather. Whether you had service on this day or that day or whatever, you must desire to gather. He said, let him kiss me. Let him kiss me. When you have first love, I want to kiss you. He said, I want to make contact. No, you are happy to be online. You are happy that you are online in the house, watching internet. Ah! Where is the contact? Where is the physical interaction? Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. For thy love is better than wine. That means that a kiss is a sign of love. The physical contact is a sign of love. You can't sit in the house and say, I'm a first lover. I'm a first lover. You are a first lover from where? Where all you do is just sit in the house and watch on your phone. A small, you, you see me very small, like it's smaller than your fingernail on your phone, and you are happy with it. How can I kiss you over there? <laughs> it's a gathering service. You must gather, you must gather. Yes, you must gather. And you see, the, if somebody has to even tell you, Somebody has to announce to you and tell you that, oh, there is revival. Oh, there is this. Oh, there is this. You are all supposed to be there. From Listen, I'll do roll call. I'll check you this. I'll check you this. It shows that there is something wrong there. You are not a first lover. You, because you never do roll call with somebody who loves you. Roll call from the where? You turn to the right, she's there. You turn to the left, she's there. You look up, she's there. You don't have to do roll call. You know, 
God, and, and when I say this, I mean it. God has many brides. We are the bride of Christ, but we are section brides. We see we are always, the whole church around the world is the bride. This local congregation is the bride. The church in Ghana is the bride. Everything, the small is the bride, the big is the bride, all are brides. So in a sense, they are brides. And when God is choosing brides, he's choosing one of the brides. That look, I'm going to put one of them very close to me. Which one would he choose? The one that he has to do roll call to see whether she is there. You don't need there are some people you don't need to do roll call. She will be there, he will be there, always there. Always, there's nothing like checking roll call using technology to, to monitor your presence. Ah. Have you checked in? We are checking in to see QR code to see whether you are present. Ah, that's why they're telling you are far from first love. Ask your neighbor, do they have to do a roll call to see whether you are around? Do they have to do a roll call to see whether you are around? Hmm. Let me kiss. Let him kiss me. Let him make contact with me. I want him to kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. Number three, a person with first love smells the Lord. He says, because of the savor of thy good ointment, I can smell you somewhere. I don't need an announcement. I just sense that you are around somewhere. You know, when my father died, eh, I, even though I was not seeing my father every day, and I wasn't even seeing him much, but his, his, his death and his not being on earth, you, you notice it. I don't know what it is. It's like, it's like a smell. It's an invisible message. Because of the savor of thy good ointment, good anointings, you can sense something. I sense it. I sense something. Good ointment. Good ointment. The savor. Savor is the scent, the smell. Yeah. You should know where you should be. Look at where you are in your room. Even the depression that you are experiencing in the house, there's the savor of the good ointment is not there. When you are in church, do you feel depressed in church? It's after church that the depression comes. But during church, there's no depression. Because in the house of the Lord, the savor of the good ointment is there. Number four, a person with first love is drawn to the Lord. Draw me after thee and we will run together. I will rejoice in you and be glad. I will rejoice in you and be glad. I will enjoy your love more than wine. Draw me after you and let us run together. I will rejoice in you and be glad. Do you know this song? 
How, how many don't know this song? Raise your hand if you don't know it. So it's a good opportunity to let, very soon the screen is going to change to television so you will see more clearly. Alright? Is it not true? It's changing very soon, yes. So just enjoy this one for now. It's, it's all working. We're working on it. Beautiful. But you see, when you have first life, you don't notice that you can't see certain things and all these things are I don't notice. It's when the first life is gone that you say you have a body odor. What word is that? Where did you learn body odor? <laughs> Let's learn this song. Is it the right key? Is it too high? Sing the right key. Okay. I will rejoice in you and be glad. I will enjoy your love more than wine. Draw me after you and let us run together. I will rejoice in you and be glad. I will rejoice in you and be glad. I will enjoy your love more than wine. Draw me after you and let us run together. I will in you and be glad. I will rejoice in you and be glad. I will enjoy your love more than wine. Draw me after you and let us run together. I will rejoice in you and be glad. Now you see, you could even say, Lord, excuse me, I just want to sing it to my beloved, this song to my beloved. I need to work. The song will still work. Try, try it and let's see. I will rejoice in you and be glad. I will enjoy your love more than mine. Draw me after you and let us come together. I will rejoice in you and be glad. I will rejoice in you and be glad. All those sitting down are like seventh lovers, like they are not, they are not even in the first love, they are like seventh or eighteenth love. Eighteenth love. Because he said, draw me after you and we'll run together. First love is full of energy. Come on! I will rejoice uh, in you and be glad. I will enjoy your love more than mine. Draw me after you and let us run together. I will rejoice in you and be glad. I will rejoice in you and be glad. I will enjoy your love more than wine. Draw me after you and let us Jesus, it is Jesus down in my heart. 
beloved but you always have to tell God excuse me I'm just applying a song a part of a song somewhere but it's for you it's your song oh Lord it's your song but I want to see how it applies in this area wow draw me after thee so when you are experiencing first love you are drawn something draws you yeah don't Take lightly when you are drawn to something, especially spiritual things. And I can tell you, a time may come when you will not be drawn. I remember one brother, he kept on saying he's going to marry somebody. We were waiting to see who he will marry. The years were going by. Every day, you, you, you wait, you wait. God is moving. God is moving. But you see, at a point, I, I could feel that he was not drawn to anybody. Yes, he was not drawn. Because that thing, when you are drawn to someone, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a miraculous thing. And if you are somebody, and you see that a good brother has been drawn to you, you don't have to take it lightly. Draw me after thee. And let us run together. Hey, run the race of life together. Draw me after thee. And let us run together. We will run after thee. Hallelujah. What a blessing. One day I met a brother. For 50 years, he has not been drawn to anyone. Yes. Now he was 55. And he said, I've given up. Yes. I don't feel any drawing to anybody. 
Number eight, a person with first love sees the Lord as a bundle of blessings. You see, when you have, when you, when you see someone with first love, the person's eyes see many things that others don't see. Yes. A lover sees things others don't see. That's why there is a saying, um, love what? No, not love is blind. Um, Beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder, said the elephant as he stooped to kiss the pig. You may not know why I'm kissing this pig, but I can see pork chops. I can see many things in there that you cannot see. Songs of Solomon chapter 1 and verse 12. While the king sitteth at his table, my spikenard sendeth forth the smell thereof. Hey. A bundle of myrrh is my beloved unto me. He shall lie all night, not for five minutes, but all night betwixt my breasts. <laughs> Hold on tight, put on your seatbelt. <laughs> A bundle of men is my beloved. You see, when you are full of first love, you see the person you love as a bundle of things not of just one thing many things God is many things to us church is many things to us it's not just one thing it's not just oh there's a sermon there's many things there's even the sanity of your mind the stability of your life your family life your children those who have patience to see you even see your children your life even your job and many things are connected to God. But when you are not filled with first love, you don't see the bundle. When you say, have you bundled? Is it not, what is bundle? Something about bundle. You get a group of things of internet. Uh, yeah, phone call, internet, different things, all in one bundle. A bundle of myrrh is my beloved. That is why he shall lie all night betwixt my breast. It's like that's my location because I'm getting more than one thing from here. Listen, brothers and sisters, it's time for you to see what God is. 
is more than one thing. Some of us have only seen God as don't do this, don't do this, don't do this again, don't do this, don't fornicate, don't this, don't do this. That's all God is to you. But God is far more. It's a bundle of sweet-smelling wonderful things. A bundle of myrrh is my beloved unto me. Oh yes. Oh yes. Everything about my beloved is so many things to me come to you. And you see, when you are filled with love, nobody will understand why you are stooping to kiss the pig. Mm. So Charlie, I see some pork chop, I see some wele, I see some, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what? Tomato. Nani. Ribs. Sausages, Bacon. Many things. Ham. A bundle of mare is my beloved. So, open your eyes. But the fact that you even have to tell you, open your eyes and see. Already something is wrong. Yeah. Something is wrong. You know, God gave me a love for the church many years ago. People don't see what is in the church. I see a lot of things in the church. Uh, if you build the church, it's like you are building many things. The, the, church is, the church is God's house. It's where God's presence is. I have found over the years, uh, just give yourself to build God's house. Focus on his house. Throughout my life. I mean, I've had any opportunities to do even business. I don't do any business at all. Because I don't, I don't know how I get the time to do business. To sell this, sell this, sell this, buy this, profit, accounts, balance. Hey. I'm looking at souls and so many things. But people don't know how beautiful and how wonderful God is. That's why giving myself to God full time, all out, when I was in my 20s, to build the house of God, to build the church, when there was nothing like a salary. Someone said, no, yeah, we need, we need, we need stability and we need, you know, we need uh, security. And all that. Security? When you have first love, you don't look for security, oh. Look at the small boy you are following. Security of what? What does he have? You just love the person. You see the person as a bundle of myrrh. A place to lie, a place to relax. When you have first love, is this, this I can rest. There, there's not be an evil cannot come from here. Yeah. So it's time for us to see what a great thing it is. Amen. Number nine. A person with first love sees the Lord and his work as a lily among stones. Karabasutabarada. Hey. Sons of Solomon chapter 2 verse 1. I 
am the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valleys. As the lily amongst thorns, so is my love among the daughters. A lily amongst thorns. When you have first love, you see God's house and God's work as a lily amongst thorns, painful things. All the other things are painful things. But the house of God and God and loving God is a lily, something good and soft and nice amongst a lot of bitterness and a lot of thorns. Yes. And truly it is. All other things will be as thorns to you. And he and his house will be as a lily amongst thorns. As the lily amongst thorns, so is my love amongst the daughters. Believe it all. When you love God, you look and say, God is everything. I'll give myself to him first and totally. And you discover that he is a lily amongst thorns. You don't have to live all your life and know there's stones, 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 stones. And at the end, when you are 70, you say, ah, this is it's true, eh? You are right, eh? In fact, the work of God is really a lily amongst stones. God is actually a lily amongst stones. Loving God is like loving a lily in the midst of thorns. This world is full of pain and thorns. I'm telling you, I've been here for some time. Even the happiest of all things that we do on earth will end in sorrow. Yes, everything in this world is going to end in sorrow, sadness, funeral, or saying goodbye in a painful way. But our love for him and our choosing him, your choosing him, it's like choosing a lily amongst thorns. You look through the whole group and you know your eyes fix on one. And you go, this one, I have my love for this one. My love, my lily amongst thorns. Beautiful. Brothers and sisters, God presents himself to you and wonders if you love him. And I can see those who love God because God said love me. He has noticed you. But those who have first love, eh? first love, you are well positioned around him. You know, one day I was somewhere in some country and I was actually giving a lecture. Then afterwards, a millionaire guy asked me a question. How do I choose people who work? And I said to him then, many years ago, I said, by love, those who love me are those who work for me. I look into their eyes and I know I can feel some people love me and I prefer to work with those people. I don't really know what you learned in school. Your school cannot help much because even the things you learn in school, you pass about 40, 50 percent. So most of them, you didn't receive them. I believe that God equally chooses people who love him. He looks, I mean, when you see the things that David said about God, 
how I desire to be in your temple to see the beauty of your holiness. He found God beautiful and he found God wonderful. He found God as a lily amongst thorns. One thing have I desired. One thing have I desired that I will seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Just to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Yes. It's somebody who seemed to like God. And God gave him a position. Today is the star of David. Is the star, is the flag of Israel. A man whose position has not changed. Because he seemed to have love. Yes, he had a problem with women. Yes, he killed somebody. Yes, I, oh, you are right, you are right, you are right. But position wise, it will be love that will be used. That who loved God of all the kings of Israel? Who loved God? Yes, you are moral. Yes, you are perfect. Yes, you are all these other things. You did all that. But who loved God? Who loved God? David loved God. A man who seemed to really like God. You may consider David to be emotional. Writing all sorts of things. But he loved God. Yeah. It's in love alone. That's why the Bible says, a man who spares his son. You know, it's like, because you spare the one who loves you, you spare that person because of the person's love for you. You will spare the person even in time, in, in, a, in a difficult time. You will spare the person because the person loved you. In the day when I make up my jewels in Malachi, they shall be mine. In that day, I will spare them. I'll spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. You spare him because it's your son that loves you and serves you. He showed his love by serving you. You spare him. So brothers and sisters, remember your position is determined by, by your love. And your love is, thank God for it, must become first love. Make sure that it's first love. Amen. Are you there? Number 10. And I'm ending soon. A person with first love is constantly feeding and banqueting from the Lord and his anointing. Constantly banqueting. Songs of Solomon chapter 2 and verse 3. It says, As the apple tree among the trees of the wood <laughs> so is my beloved among the sons. Huh? You see, among the sons, so. You see, you can have sons, but you have sons who love you. You know, I have someone who is like, he's a father to me in another country in Asia. One day I was speaking to his wife, and his wife said to me, My husband prays for you. He said, I hear him praying for you in Ghana. She said, that's what she said. My heart was so touched. She said, I hear him praying for you. When I hear him, he said, I don't know why, when he's on his own, but I heard him, I hear him, I pray for Dag. He said, he always prays for you. Yes. He really loves you. She, t- she told me he really loves you. 
as the apple tree because that apple tree gives you some sweet fruits. All the others have just leaves. But the apple tree, so is my beloved among the sons. I sat down under his shadow with great delight and his fruit was sweet to my taste. It's nice to be with a first loving person. Oh, I wish for you marriage to a first love, loving brother or loving sister. Not someone who is marrying you out of a calculation. What passport do you have? Pardon? You said, oh, Congolese. Oh, okay, no. What passport, what passport are you carrying? British passport. Aha, yes. Yes. See me after church. Now, verse 4. He brought me to the banqueting house. He brought me to the banqueting house. And his banner over me was love. Wow. Everything was about love. But he brought me to the banqueting house. A first lover is always in a banqueting house. Listening to messages. You don't have to tell somebody, listen to preaching. eh? Listen to preaching. Listen to preaching. Who do you think tells me to listen to preaching? Who tells me listen to preaching? Once you have first love, you will be brought to the banqueting house to come and eat and feed. As soon as we close, all podcast free members how many of you don't have yet the podcast? Raise your hand quickly, quickly, quickly. You don't yet have the podcast on your phone. Okay. As soon as we close, we are going to do it for you here. We are bringing a Wi-Fi. We are going to do it for you beautifully on your phone, free of charge. We, don't, we no longer sell preaching. Years ago, we stopped. And my books... All my children, I'm giving you all my books to every single member. You are getting every book free of charge. It's a gift for you to read all to all. So those who don't have it to, after all to all people are here, stand up all to all. Hey, they have come with equipment. They'll put it on your iPad or your phone for you. Bam. And then that is it. Every single book so that you read it. This one I'm preaching, it's not a book. But if it was a book, it would also be on your iPad. First love. Beautiful. Be you, because you'll be banqueting when you are full of love. Banqueting. You should see my banquet of preaching messages. My banquet hall of preaching from different people who bless me. Videos upon videos upon videos, collections upon collections. My banqueting hall. Ah. When you are in first love with God, nobody will tell you, listen to, uh, have you listened to today's message? Why have you not listened to today's message? But you are reading, listening to forwarded videos. Sit down, sit down. Forwarded videos. The whole day you are watching forwarded jokes and forwarded videos. Forwarded text. And you have nothing to contribute. That's why you also forward it. Number 11, a person.
person with first love is fully engaged. Solomon chapter 2, verse 6. His left hand is under my head and his right hand doth embrace me. This is full time. Left and right are all involved. It's not only left handed is in. Left hand is in. Right hand is also there. Your everything is in it. The guy was in first love. So his left hand was in action and his right hand. Not just the right hand. Look, turn your head this way and just be tapping the person behind you and say, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. How does it feel? Does it, is it working well? Is it working well? Just start scratching the person. Scratching the person. I love you. 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 Are you feeling the love? <laughs> Even monkeys will do better than you. Have you seen monkeys together? You see them scratching their hair, combing their hair, scratching their back, doing a lot of they can stay together for a long time, rubbing themselves. Do the backhand again. Do the backhand. Do the backhand. Ha! So you see, that's how God feels when we want to serve God once a week with just your left toe. Now scratch your neighbor with your right right leg if you can just use the toe to scratch the person's. What is happening? Is it, are you feeling the love? No. First love is full time. All out. His left hand is under my head. And the right hand has also joined. No hands are left. Everything is in it. Total embrace. There are different types of hugs. When you see some people, they'll hug you like this. Have you seen that type of hug? You think it's Michael Asian doing some shoulder, what they call, like they are midfielders. <laughs> and then some people, they hug, they hug you like a tap. Have you seen that type of her? One of the American presidents, he used to like doing that thing, just tapping you like that. And then there are those who do like this. Then there are those who do like this. Which one do you want? Aha! All to all. His left hand is under my head and his right hand that embraced me. All out and all in and all the way. Wow. Can you imagine if you are married and that there are no feelings in the house and you just, people are giving you right hand, scratch like this on the side like that, then right hand moving at the back hand and I have to sit down with a person and explain all these things. Do you think the marriage will still work? I don't think so because it's not something you have to teach. You yourself have to see that the love is gone. It's not there. Scratch your neighbor with your right foot and say, take it as love. Take it as love. Is it not some way? Yeah. 
Finally, a person with first love is someone who can be stirred and moved into action. Hey, a first lover, somebody who is in first love, you just need to press a button. Hey, sh- wow. Songs of Solomon chapter 2 and verse 7. I charge you, my daughters, daughters of Jerusalem, by the rose and by the hinds of the field, that ye stir not up, nor awake my love, till he please. You know, it's like you are somebody who can be stirred up. But when you don't have first love, I can preach, I cannot stir you up. It's true. There are some people, when I see them, and they say, well, this couple, their marriage is not working, you know. If you can put, I say, when I ask, which, who, who are they? When they mess, I say, please. Unsterable people. These are unsterable people. You can't stir them. You can't stir the person up. Unsterable. But when you have first love, you can be stirred. Yeah. You, you, you even be afraid when you are lying on a bed with somebody with first love. You even be afraid to make contact because as soon as your hand touches it, oh, <laughs> Electricity is moving all over the place. But when you have those with 18th love, I think those people are the back there, isn't it? Those are the guys at the back there. 18th love. Move away from anybody who is in the 18 lava, 18 love zone. Love 18 zone. Charlie, there are some others when you touch them, they will even say, Please, 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 please. I'm going to work in the morning, please. Please. I need to get some rest. I need to rest. I need to sleep. It's been a long week. terrible but when you have first love you can be stirred up at any time just a touch you are you are in a what do you call it auto no no power steering power steering just a touch and you know what it means this touch means what somersault This touch means what? Aerobics. This touch means what? Gymnastics. Acrobatics. Now sit down. You are jumping. Let me stir you up. You know, many of you are in this service. But there is nothing that you do for the Lord. There is nothing that you do. There's nothing that you do. There's nothing that you do. I can preach and preach and then you look at me. They can touch you like that. As if you are dead. 
But later, before you realize it, that you are alive. Three minutes later, you are moving. But when it comes to that, no movement. I can mention 100 secondary schools in Accra. 100. With students in 100 schools. Many of you are here. You do nothing to help to win souls. Yes. If you were to join the Rising Star Service, and I'm trying to stir you up, to join the aunties and the uncles so that there is a secondary school that because of you about 30, 40, 50 people will even come to church children you see somebody is in Wasi he has impregnated somebody in JSS don't say hey you don't as if it's something strange please yes they are pregnant, they know everything. But who is there amongst you like Uncle James was to me who will arise and get up and say, I am part of this thing without plenty talking. That's what I say that if I'm to say if you have first love, you can be stirred. Don't stare me because when you stare I get up, I become acrobatic. Acrobatic. If you touch me and you move me, I, I just wake up. Love wakes up. Why do we keep coming to church alone? Where are the people who did feed from you? Your breasts. We have school after school after school after school. As soon as I finish all those who are joining the rising stars, because the rising stars we encourage them to come to this service as well. Yeah. All those who are joining the rising stars will come to meet with me. And to be the apostle to a school. When people are here trying to turn us into LG whatever, You must rise and try to convert people because now everything has some aggression in it. It's not just passive. It's like by osmosis. There is an active element that is going on to convert, to possess, to direct, to influence people along a certain line. And we cannot sit down, you get what I'm saying, and be shouting amen in the church, shouting and we are happy in the Lord, when today as I speak, you have people that are going to be converted into all kinds of things. No, I am telling you, it's time for you to be stirred up to love God. And show God that you love him. It's not about saying, I I love you. There are some people I don't waste my time counseling. My counseling will not change anything. Because they are unsterable. Yes. 
I'll tell you, a number of times people have come to say, oh, I want you to talk to this person. I think if you talk to I say, no, if I talk, your person will not change. Nothing will happen. Because you are unsterable. There is much room in, even in our church because of COVID, we are spread out. But there's room for more. We are not in need of members. We are in need of showing our love to God. That's what we are in need of. We are not in need of people. We have many people. And, it, and we, we're not in need of money either. It is our love for God that we are so spontaneous love for God. Spontaneous love for God. I want to encourage everyone. You know, the rising stars, I've given them the Sunday morning. If you would take some of your wonderful time eh, and care for someone who is much younger, you'll be surprised at how the person's life will change. We are not talking about people who are selling iron rods or people who have money. We are talking about vulnerable souls who need God and who need Jesus Christ at a certain tender age when they can be saved. When I was in secondary school, a man called Uncle James, he drove his brown Datsun 140J and came to park outside my school, outside the house, outside the assembly hall, outside the SU. And he would just talk to us. I was one of the people, I used to go to his car and sit in his car and talk to him. Gradually, gradually, he became a major influence in my whole life. Because he had time for a small boy. He had time for nobodies. He had time for nothing. From the time that he died till now, I always remember his wife, his widow, up till today. Yeah. Because he practically cared for someone who is nobody. And I'm calling on you to stir up your love. To not just attend church. How does it help? How does it help? Look at the grace of God on your life. You are standing here. There are people who will be lost completely because you are not terrible up into action. God wants to stir you up to join the workforce and not just the attending force, but the working force within the church. The group that do something to win souls, there's only one work we have here. Winning souls and stabilizing them in God. Thank God for all these other things that people do, ushering and what have you, but it's very limited work. God bless them for that. I hope and pray that everyone here will be stirred up, you know, to say yes, yes. Enough talking. Enough talking. COVID has come. We don't know where it is now, whether it's still around. But a time has come to work. Yes, sir. A time has come to stop Blowing hot air. Mm. You wait and see if you like. 
You see, a guy will follow you, but he will never propose. Yes. He will follow you, but he will never propose. And one day when you bring it up, you say, please, I never proposed to you. Never say that I proposed to you. That's what it's like when you have people who are dancing around as if they love you, as if they love you, as if they love you, but they never actually do the one thing that if you do, it really proves that you love. He'll never speak a word. He'll never say, I want you to marry him. He'll dance around you. He'll dance around you like a butterfly going around, but never settling on you. You wait and see. Because you wouldn't settle and actually do something for God. Look at you at your age. You are somebody's uncle, somebody's auntie. The things you know. How many girls do you want to meet who will tell you I've had 102 boyfriends. I've slept with 78 guys. And there are some people who count and write names. They write it in a diary. Literally. Why? Do you want people to be destroyed before you say, oh, we are now reaching out to you, whatever. No, this is the time. Join the working force. I hope that I'm stirring you up to join. Not too much talking and too much begging and crying. This place should be full of a student's rally from Ideal College, Achimota, this school, that school, that school. Plenty Ghana schools are more. They and body never say anything. Every day are all there. Only one a lover of God who will just do something and do some energy. I'm expending energy. Do you think I'm not expending energy to be here? <sighs> it takes energy. For floor prayer meeting, when we start at four, we are awake before. The day before is affected. It affects our energy and our lives. Everything is changed. To be here at a certain time, you must be doing awake in the night. If you want to just be lazy, hey, by the way, a lazy person, eh, she's not a good lover. It takes energy to love. So if the person you are with it's like lazy type of a challenge. Drop the thing. It's not, it's, not, it's not going to work. I mean, this is just by the way. Just by the way. Let's continue. I'm talking about a, a rising stars. You need energy. Yes, to join the workforce. Yes. If you want a church where they just praise you, you praise God and then they praise you after. No, here we are trying to do something. Yes. Yes. And to love God. Yeah. In a way that God will feel. Yeah. Many times I felt the love of God for loving people. Jesus said, you love me. Feed my sheep. It shows me so much that you love me. It shows so much that you feed my lambs. The small ones. That's how you show Jesus that you love him. The first love. Little people. Nobodies, people without money, people with nothing. These are the people to love. That's what shows Jesus that you love Him. So I pray when we close, all many of us can join so that during the fair, this rising stars, they come early in the morning. You, by your efforts, will be found with your team of children. Francais, who understand the message? 
Give the person next to you a last scratch with your and say, take it as love. Just take it as love. Is it a nice feeling? How many are going to love Jesus the way? You know, because Jesus is saying, do it this way. Do it this way. This. <laughs> like this. Like this. Yes. Do more of that. Jesus is saying, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do more of that. My lambs. Do more of that. Look at this verse, John 21, verse 15. Feed my what? My what? Lambs. The soft young ones. The what? Soft young ones. One day I went somewhere and I was given steak. When I put my knife into the thing, I said, no, no, no. This one is too old. Too old. Too, as you get older, your meat is hardened. You can't change. But as you are young, you are so soft. I was in Argentina one time. Hey! You'll be there. But that's after you win souls in the Rising Star Service. That, that's when you'll be there in Argentina. I think you just go to Argentina. <laughs> yeah. You know, I never knew how soft and nice meat could be. But it was, I learned it in Argentina. They gave me a plate bigger than any plate I've ever had. And in the plate, there was not even one granule of rice. Not one potato, nothing. Only meat. Huge. I said, what is this? He said, you check it out. When I started, my plate was cleared 100%. Yes. Beautiful. You see, when you know, you see that there are soft things that are eatable. And that's what God is saying. Feed my lambs. They are soft enough for you to touch and change their hearts for Jesus. I pray you'll be one of those who are stirred up to work for Jesus. Stand to your feet. You'll be going to Argentina soon. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy that will come to pass. Lift your holy hands. Lift your holy hands. Lift your holy hands to him. Listen, I want you to speak to God. I don't have to give you the words. Tell God, Lord, I want to love you more. I want to love you with the love of the Lord. I want to love you from the depths of my heart. Lift your holy hands. And speak to the Lord. Lift your hand and surrender. Surrender to Jesus your heart and your love. Lord, I'm going to love you. I'm going to do something for you. Thank you. Matanda, Mandole Sambara, feed my lambs. Feed my lambs.
Feed my lambs. Feed my lambs. Feed my lambs. Go ye, go ye, go ye therefore. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Go ye therefore, preach to all nations. Feed my lambs. Feed my lambs. Feed my lambs. Feed my sheep. Father, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for touching every life. Thanks for touching every life. Draw us after you, Lord. We're going to run after you. We're going to serve you. We're going to love you. We're going to rejoice with you. We give you thanks and we give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here today, you want to give your life to God, to Jesus Christ. Maybe somebody invited you. I don't know who you are. But today, Jesus is stretching his hand to you and he says, I love you. If you love him too, then you must lift your hand up and say, yes, Lord, I accept you and I love you. I want to believe in you. I want to serve you. If you are here today, you want to give your heart and your life to God. Lift your right hand up high and I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Lift it up high. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it. Jesus, I love you. Now, if you've lifted your hand and you want to love Jesus and you want to follow Jesus, you want to serve Jesus, come with your hand up all the way to the front. I'm going to pray with you in a moment. For a moment. Come all the way. God bless you. Come this way. Come this way. Come quickly. I'm waiting for you. Draw me. God is drawing them. Drawing them. Come to Jesus. Come to God. Come to Jesus. Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Make me a new person. Wash me with the blood. I open my heart and I receive Jesus as my Savior, my Lord, and my Master. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. I love you, Jesus, and I thank you, Lord saving me. Please write my name in the book of life today. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I want you to go this way with our pastor who is lifted the sign over there. Follow me. Just follow the follow me sign. Follow me this way. Put your hands together for them. You may take your Holy Communion right now. Take your bread. John chapter 6 and verse 50. Jesus said, This is the bread that came from heaven that a man may eat and not die. Father, we thank you as we receive today. Let healing 
and let life come to everyone. Your word says this is the anti-death medicine that a man may eat and not die. A man may eat and not die. A man may eat and not die. So let it be that as we receive this, we shall not die from any unknown or wicked, unidentified reason. Any mistake, any folly, any error, any human error, any freak accident cannot kill us because we are eating of this bread and shall not die. The body of Jesus Christ. Now, the blood, whatever represents, listen, the end of your spiritual problems is confession. Lift up the blood. Confess your sin to God right now. Confess your pride. Confess your lusts. Confess your wickedness. Confess your negligence. Confess things you should have done you didn't do. Confess, um, unholiness confess every wretchedness of your life to God Father we confess our sin before you we lift up the blood we pray that our rebellion and our wickedness will be forgiven and cleansed by the blood the blood that speaketh better things than that of Abel the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus now lift your hands for your blessing may he who began a good work in you bring it to a perfect end whatever God has started May it finish. Now lift your hand and receive finishing grace for anything that's anything that you are in the middle of. Receive the power to finish it. Receive the power to finish it. Receive the power to finish. In the name of Jesus. Let me hear your loudest amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. I prophesy power to finish. I prophesy and predict power to overcome. Power to finish. Power to finish. Power to finish. Finishing power. 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 In the name of Jesus. Finish overcoming. Finish your race finish solving the problem finish running finish whatever God has set your hand to do finish your calling finish your cause with joy lift your hand and receive power to finish in the name of Jesus 
whatever you have started that is in your hand but that is shaking in your hand and it's threatening to fall out of your hand receive stability right now in Jesus name it will not come out of your hand you will not lose that precious thing whatever is threatening whatever is threatening I rebuke threatenings of your life in the name of Jesus the Lord bless you the Lord bless you the Lord bless you the Lord give you peace the Lord stabilize you the Lord remember you in the name of Jesus may you find your first love for God may your heart be filled with love for God may you love God to the very end of the age in the name of Jesus may your place not be taken by anybody else I say may your place not be taken by anyone now lift your hand and pray for your position your position he said I will come and take your candlestick lift your hand and pray concerning your place your spiritual position your positioning your candlestick my God thank you the halaka rakata lemaka todola baleguriga parendileme mandolomo shamahanda kata kenorabine tembarando senderema randola mandala masotelema kebalada labada we give you thanks we give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus now lift your hands father whatever place we occupy may another not take our place for us to sit and see longingly that somebody has taken my place my God have mercy have mercy Lord have mercy have mercy now may judgment come against all those that strive against the Lord and his anointed for they that strive with thee shall perish they shall be as nothing they shall be as a thing of naught may the power of God throw down every horn that exalts itself against the knowledge of God the Lord bless you the Lord give you peace the Lord bless you and make his face shine on you the Lord cause his favor to rest upon you may you be favored this week may you be chosen this week may you be light this week may you not be rejected this week may you increase this week may you improve this week may things get better this week in the name of Jesus may the angel of the Lord stand by you and help you and fight for you this week this week and the week after in Jesus name and everyone shouted your loudest Amen God bless you you may be seated in the house of the Lord God bless you for listening to this message visit www daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, 
God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.